might be the start of something magical. Your views, your news, your limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95. I bet nearly every home in Limerick are indeed Limerick people in different parts of the world. The Ballybunions, the Kilkees, etc., etc. will either have the barbecue out or they might be attending a barbecue somewhere. And it is barbecue season, really. And when you have the weather like this going into the June holiday weekend, uh, who better to give us some advice than Roger Beck, good friend of the Limerick Today Show, manager of the Parkway Shopping Centre, but here with his barbecue extraordinaire hat on uh, this morning. Good morning to you, Roger. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, everybody out there. How are you doing? It's almost a redundant question to ask you this, but, you know, while the rest of us are probably thinking now, in this lovely weather, of the first barbecue of the season... You've been barbecuing all winter, haven't you? We're probably up to maybe close in number 100 at this stage at home this year. Right. <laughs> we, we counted one year, we, we were over 200 at home in the year. Yeah, so, and, yeah, and, two or and three times every where week. is your barbecue physically situated at home? Physically situated outside the back door, no cover, no weather protection. It just sits there all year round and there's three of them it's just sitting outside the back door and they get used all the time. So, I mean, would you have gone out in the winter you know, with the raincoat on? Hail, rain, snow, we might grab an umbrella, put in the food, go back inside, wait till it's cool, go back out and take it off again. So it's almost a sin for you then to use the oven inside, is it? Well, the food is so much better. When you cook it in the barbecue, the food is so much better. So why, why wouldn't you? Unless it's absolutely teeming down and I just don't feel up to it. But otherwise, yeah. We, we cook outside all year round. So for people listening who don't do that and who are getting back into it and might have forgotten some of the key tips from last summer, what are they? I, I suppose food safety. Top, middle and bottom, everything is back to food safety, Joe. Make sure the food that you're putting on the barbecue is fresh. Make sure that the bar- food you put on the barbecue is fully cooked and make sure that everything is clean. That is... Top, middle and bottom, that is the most important thing. Get your barbecue clean. The easy, it's very easy to clean the barbecue. Light a fire inside it, whether it be gas or charcoal. Light it up, get it good and hot, let it burn for a half an hour. There will be nothing survive on that. And then if you want to clean any muck or crud or anything off it, get a tin, a big chunk of tinfoil and just rub the top of the barbecue with the tinfoil. Or get an onion, a big onion, cut it in half and rub the surface of the grill with the onion. That'll clear off anything that's left on and you'll burnt all the stuff that's left on the surface, then get a bit of kitchen roll, wipe it down, you're ready to go. Right. So uh, there's no washing and bringing it in and soaking it for four hours. Yeah, I've seen lots of people do that. Pads and the Brillo pads and everything else like that. It's just light it up, burn off the rubbish off it, give it a good brush down or rub down. If you're using a wire brush to scrub it down, wire brushes are fine, but make sure you have a very good quality wire brush. You don't want a cheap brush that the little bristles will come off. So you get if you're buying one, buy a really good quality wire brush. Uh, that'll take off the rubbish for you. But a, tin, a chunk of tinfoil will do just the same. How do I know then when a piece of chicken, for example, is fully barbecued and ready to eat? The, the simplest, most foolproof way is to have a temperature probe. Just a little probe. You buy them in any kitchen shop for a tenner. You can buy them online. You can buy them in the barbecue shops. You can buy them anywhere. But it's just a little probe. You stick it in the meat. Once that says that your temperature of your chicken is 72 degrees, it's ready to come off. By the time you you rest it for 5 or 10 minutes, it'll be up to 75. Totally ready to cook. 
You mentioned you such a passion for this, I know, that you have a number of barbecues at home. Are, are they different types? Different t- barbecues for different jobs. I have barbecues for coal smoking, I have barbecues for doing big numbers of burgers and sausages, I have barbecues for slow cooking, um, I have barbecues just because I f- like to look at the barbecue. I have barbecues for timber, I have barbecues for pellet, I have barbecues for charcoal. I don't have any for gas. Nothing against them. I just don't have one. Right. So for general purpose use then, for somebody who occasionally uses the barbecue, especially in this lovely weather across the summer and wants one in their home, which would you recommend? You can buy buy the best barbecue you can afford. That's what I'll say to people. The better you buy, the longer it will last. But if you have 40 or 50 euros to buy for a barbecue, you'll find it in some of the sheds, the big retail outlets where you buy a simple barbecue Ideally, from my point of view, if it works in charcoal, and buy a good charcoal, not one that has the instant light petrochemicals inside it. Buy a natural wood charcoal. Uh, you can light it with a piece of kitchen roll and some olive oil or something like that, or put it into the charcoal, it'll light. You can light it with a packet of potatoes. Throw in a packet of potatoes into it, light the packet of potatoes. That'll light your, your, your charcoal for you. But buy good charcoal, lump wood charcoal, or charcoal briquettes. I prefer the lump wood personally, but Buy, buy the best you can afford. If you have, if you buy an expensive machine, it'll last you a lifetime. I mean, I, I, you have them at home. I have barbecues at home that are 25, 26 years oh. old, as good as ever. Roger, what about disposable barbecues that you can buy in a supermarket? <laughs> There's issues with them, Joe. Um, they work, but you have to be extremely careful. Number one, I suppose, from my point of view, they have petrochemicals in them to help light them. They have accelerants in there. They're based on petrol. So it's a non-natural product that's going in there. I suppose that's that would be number one from my point of view. Number two is disposal of them. They're small. They're sitting on the ground. Kids can walk on them. Uh, if people don't, if they take them to the beach on a picnic or something, they maybe leave them behind or bury them in the sand and somebody comes along and puts a foot on them and gets a burn. You know, they, you need to be very careful with them. But if you're very careful, they work. Is there a risk in normal barbecues of being burned? Um, yes, because you have a live fire. Uh, so like anything else, whether it be you'll be cooking on the oven, whether you'll be cooking on the stove top. I mean, natural common sense would say if you have a frying pan on top of the stove, you keep the handle of the frying pan away so the kids can't grab it. You make sure the kids can't pull the front of the oven and put their hand in. It's exactly the same with a barbecue. If you have a hot heat source, then yes, you have a potential for, for a burn. But if you're using maybe a ceramic barbecue... Um, the outside doesn't get as hot if you have a metal barbecue obviously metal is going to take on more heat you put your hand on it you'll stick to it with a ceramic barbecue that won't happen yes you might get a burn but you won't stick to it you take your hand away and it's fine Right. Um, so you have a good burger yes and your barbecue is fired up and ready to go how long would you leave a good burger on to be just right <sighs> how long is a piece of string um, I my preferred way to do burgers at the moment is smash burgers. Uh, you get a sheet of cast iron, heavy cast iron metal, put it into the barbecue, put on your burger as a meatball. So you get three or four ounces of meat, put it on as a meatball, put it on the, what we call a plancha, a cast iron plate, and then you squash it real flat, down to maybe three mil. 30 seconds, 40 seconds later, you flip it over, 60 seconds later, you take it off. It's cooked in 90 seconds. 
because you're cutting it down to a very thin surface. Your plancha is you need your plancha to be very hot, maybe three fifty Celsius, maybe six hundred, six hundred and twenty Fahrenheit. So you're you're cooking very, very quickly. You're as soon as you put on your meat, you're caramelizing it so you're getting that lovely brown crust on the outside and you're getting real flavour on it, and yet all the juices are still staying inside in the meat. Right. And so we mentioned chicken, we mentioned burgers. What else would you recommend on the barbecue this weekend? <sighs> <laughs> Where do I start, Joe? Um, one of my favourite dishes at the moment is char siu pork. It's pork neck, which is a cheap cut of neck. Cut it into four pieces lengthways, so you have... It's like it's the same dishes you get in the Chinese restaurants. You see the Chinese char siu pork in the Chinese restaurants? Uh, so you cut it into four pieces and then marinate it in hoisin sauce, honey, Chinese five spice powder and soy sauce. And leave that for a couple of days in the fridge. Just keep it turned over, marinated, and then put it into the barbecue nice and slow for about two or three hours. Cook it till it's just soft in the centre and a nice crust on the outside and then carve it and serve it with a steamed bow bun. And if anybody tries that this weekend, now that is, that's my idea of heaven at the moment. And I know you do dessert, don't you, on barbecue? I do. Um, I did, I was doing a demonstration last weekend. Um, I thought the big hit would be the baked Alaska. I did a baked Alaska in banana bread, which looked fabulous. But the real hit of the day, I did a pina colada rice pudding. Now, I thought rice pudding, I'm really chancing my arm here. Nobody likes rice pudding. It's been force-fed to us all when we were young. Why would we eat it? But I did. Very simple. And it's a vegan recipe. Packet of of rice pudding pearls into a pot, a litre and a half of coconut milk, a tin of pineapple chopped up, throw it in with the juice, nice drop of sugar to taste, and I put in a lug of, a glug of something just to give it a bit of a flavour. I used amaretto liqueur. I put it in the barbecue and I left it for an hour and a half. I started it about three times. That was the hit of the day. It was divine. Right. Fantastic. Well, listen, Roger, thank you very much for the advice. Thank you very much for encouraging people to safely use barbecues in this lovely weather and the different things that they can do uh, with it. Um, and I think it adds to the ambience of a, a holiday weekend or a holiday anytime, really, doesn't it? Uh, Joe, just keep it simple. Keep, keep, it. keep, keep it to whatever your cooking skill is. If you can cook a burger, cook a burger. If you can cook a steak, cook a steak. If you can only cook something simple, cook something simple and enjoy it. Brilliant, brilliant. All right, Roger Beck, thank you very much. Enjoy the weekend yourself. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe